Slice Audio. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ. Vikings! Your Minnesota Vikings. Skull, baby! Skull! Boogity, 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 bah! That's our checking. We're, doing <laughs> We're in. We're in. Welcome to uh, the edition where we don't have a pony in the race episode of Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ. Yeah. I'm so excited because Matt Mike Onahay is going to be joining us. We haven't heard from him in a few weeks. Uh, interesting games over the weekend, so we'll be talking about that, the championship games. Yep. We still don't have a DC yet. Um, nope. Kind of surprised. Uh, we've interviewed four people. Two of them have been hired elsewhere. Uh, so that's going to be talking about what we're going to do there and um, the Pro Bowl. You know, super yeah. excited for the flag football game. Uh, I and, actually am. And then because <laughs> at least they're calling it out, right? You know, and then the you know the big game, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. What is it? Fifty four? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know the honest, number, but it's going to be uh, the first in history with two African American quarterbacks, uh, it's the Kelsey wild. Bowl and the Andy Reid Bowl. So there that's you go. Wild. I think it's wild. So we could go back to the games. You had, you know, the Eagles, the 49ers. You had the Chiefs and the Bengals. You were going for the Bengals. How'd that work out? Well, here's the thing. I obviously need to stop rooting for teams. Yeah. Because you know how confident I sounded? Yeah. About the Bengals winning it all? Sounds like you have some bangle in your mouth. I do. (laughs) I'm eating some tortellini soup. It's good. Anyways, no, you know, I was pretty confident. And any time where I get pretty confident, I need to humble myself, I think. Yeah. It, it just come down back to earth or something because, yeah. I mean, I really thought the Bengals were going to win. Essentially, they probably should have on a no. couple of different things, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. But I don't honestly don't care. I just wanted to see Joe Burrow be successful. Yeah. And He's elite. He had a rough game a little bit, but he still put up some numbers and still threw some dimes that make you go, wow. And he kept putting them in a position to win. Yeah. So but minus some questionable calls towards the end of the game. And uh, but yeah, I think I just really need to just dial it back and dial it back in my confidence and, and like no, this is gonna happen and start talking about it a little bit differently because when I start rooting for teams, they end up just losing and then I look like an idiot. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a real thing. And I, you know, I look at the 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 uh, Eagles and the Forty ers game, and they were like, wow, the Eagles just dominated the Forty ers Well, sure ish. <laughs> sure ish you know what i mean like that to me is kind of a hard game and we'll never know the answer to it because you'll never have that again even if next year we find ourselves in the exact same situation it won't be the same because certain players are going to move on certain, you know what i mean it just isn't going to be the same brock purdy didn't get to play but all of two minutes of this game two quarters essentially and, yeah no i don't even think it was that was it i yeah. mean yeah he came in later but he couldn't fully participate in this game no but like one drive you know yeah, and so, so sure, the Eagles beat a team without a quarterback because then the the fourth, fifth string quarterback <laughs> comes in, whatever in the heck they're on, and they, I mean, completely made that guy look like a fool. Yeah, uh, he wasn't even on the team, you know, r- until recent. You know, they were hoping to get Garoppolo back. That might have been cool if Garoppolo had to come in and save the day again. Right, but it, he wasn't ready. And then they seen him laughing on the sidelines, Garoppolo. Like, really? Yeah, when they got blown out. But here's my thing. Sure, the oh. Eagles put up a lot of points on the 49ers, but they had a lot of opportunity. A lot of opportunity because it was three and out on a quarterbackless team. Yep. Of you know what? At one point, Christian McCaffrey is going to be your quarterback. You know? <sighs> yeah. Like, I would definitely say the Eagles were handed that win. 
For sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying they wouldn't have won anyways. I'm not trying to take it away, but I don't, and I'm not a 49ers fan. I'm, I don't hate them. That's my wife's team. But but it just seems like it doesn't matter what team it is. It's more so they're like, wow, the Eagles dominated. Did they? Did they? Well, the only thing, my argument, I'm with you. The only argument that I would have is that, that that's the number one defense in the league, number yeah. two in the rush defense. Yeah. And the Eagles ran all over them. But again, they had a lot of opportunity. They had a ton after a while. But, even the best get tired. But even in the, I know. But at the at the beginning of the game, I mean, they had three rushing touchdowns no. in the first half. No. Yeah, they had two by Miles Sanders and yeah, but one it was, by that Brian was in Scott. the last two minutes of the first half. Like after, like in the first either way quarter and a half, <laughs> it was seven to nothing. I know. And they should have been able to walk all over them because they were quarterbackless right away, yeah. and they had their backup, and they had a ton of opportunities. I'm not saying I'm not trying to take anything away. But I think after a while, yes, that the defense Eagles was are an evil, like, evil team. Well, they, they got they, lucky. They went right after Brock. They hurt his elbow. I wonder what actually happened because, I mean, That's I know I there's a, there's tendons in your elbow that if you yeah. if you tore them, I mean, you don't have any feeling in your yeah. hand. And well, you yeah, don't it's have like your strength. funny bone. Yeah, you hit your funny bone and you're like, ah. Oh, and your and hand I think goes that tingly. that's what Brock was saying. I can't go. I can't feel the football. And like he's warming up and he's like, I can't do it because for whatever reason. I don't know. We never got an official word on what no. it was no, specifically. Not really. And then he had to go back out there. And then all they did, I think he threw one or two screen passes and everything yep. else was a handoff. Yep. And here's my thing. And I'm not trying to dog on Brock Purdy, but I know this. Me and you, we're not that kind of athlete. But if it was a flag football championship game, if it was a, a stupid D League softball game, we're out there. I'm out there. Yeah. Hey, man, we, we need you to play. Otherwise, the game, we have to cancel. I, I'm going to go out there and play if I still have an arm attached to me. Right. And I'm going to throw the football, even if I it hurts. And that's in, so in my mind, I put myself in his situation. I get it. It's his career. It's his livelihood. But it's not like save it for next week, sit on the sideline, we have, we'll have we we'll fight, live to fight in the no. no this, this is, is it, it, dude. Yeah. yeah. You don't know where you're going to be quarterbacking next. You don't know if you're going to be a backup or you're going to get a starting job. Talking to Brock Purdy. You don't know what your life has in front of you, and you're just going to sit on the sideline and be like, I can't throw. And it looked to me, again, this I'm armchair coaching here, it looked to me like he was warming up throwing, like he'd go play catch with people. And sure, yeah, yeah, his, his, his throw was off. Oh, Matt's calling. Matt's calling. Let's get him in on this. Yeah. Well, that makes me think, honestly, that there was something really wrong with his elbow. What's up, Mathachu? <laughs> what up? <clears throat> Chu is back, ladies and gentlemen. Matt, Matt's back. Uh, yeah, finally. Finally, I can make Two it. weeks. <laughs> two weeks. He's back. Well, you, you cut right in on yeah. this conversation in good time because I we talked about the two games this last weekend, not too in-depth, but I was going off on – how the Eagles beat the 49ers, and they're like, wow, the Eagles just whooped up on the 49ers. And I'm like, did they? You know, they beat a quarterbackless team, and after a while, the number one defense got tired, as anybody would, and they started putting up points. And their offense, the 49ers' offense, couldn't do anything because they were quarterbackless. And then I so I said all that, and I turned it into the fact that I thought Brock Purdy, and this is to put it quick, He's amazing. He's been doing all this great stuff. But is he maybe just a puss? Like, you know, he hurt his arm. He looked okay-ish on the sideline. He was kind of throwing the ball. He says, I can't do it. And, I mean, I get it if it's a normal mid-season game, week three, seven, eight, nine, ten, and you're like, dude, I'm just, give me a week, I'll be back. Yeah. 
This is it, bro. This is to go to the Super Bowl. Your whole childhood dreams hinge on this, and you're like, nah, I can't throw. That's what that's what I'm saying. I think I I think he really did something to his elbow. Like really bad. But it was still attached. <sighs> yeah, it was still is attached. Is what I'm saying. I if my arm is still attached, even okay. Perfect. Matthew Stafford. We've all seen the highlight of that time. He got hit and his shoulder was out of place. Yep. He go takes him to the sideline and they're like, wait, wait, wait. I can still go in and throw. I could throw the ball if I need to. He runs in and throws a touchdown pass with a dislocated shoulder. Yeah. That's the kind of people I think should be in the NFL. Yeah. That's how I would be. Yeah. It's fine. I can throw this ball. Is it going to hurt? Yeah. But guess what? We need to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how my mentality is. Yeah, I think with the the injury, though, I think it was more nerve pain, um, and he couldn't really, like, feel his hand, you know? So so think about it like your hand's asleep or something, and you're right. trying to throw a ball. Even better. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. I'd just go out there and sling it. If it's bad, <laughs> it's bad. You try. I'd go out there and give it my best ever. Again, I'm not near the athlete Brock Purdy is, or, or nor will I ever be. But I'm just saying, from my recliner, I'm like... <laughs> from my recliner. I feel like I could have went in there and been like, hell, let's give it a shot. This is It's do or die. It's to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, you know? It is what it is. That's my take the on The Eagles it. are an evil team, and I hope they lose. And then we haven't had a chance to talk about the Chiefs game. But we want to bring Matt in because you haven't talked to him for two weeks. I want to get Matt's thoughts on kind of the end of the season because we didn't get a chance to talk to him. We still haven't hired a DC. I don't know what we're doing. Two of the guys that we've interviewed have already been hired elsewhere, which was Ryan Nielsen from the Saints and then that dude from the Seahawks, I think. So what we have Brian Flores still out there who's a head coach candidate who probably doesn't want to be a DC anymore, so obviously that's why we haven't hired him yet. And then you got Dude Man who was actually on our staff last year, and if it was going to be any change in our defense, he would have made changes last year as an assistant head coach with Mike Patine. So what are we doing, Matt? What are we doing? Yeah, I mean, I'll start with the, you know, the final game because I wasn't I wasn't on here. I wasn't able to talk about it. Um, I didn't even want to be on the next podcast, to be honest, and that's kind of why it wasn't. Um, it was, you know, and I listened to both of those podcasts, <clears throat> and I agree with you, Brandon, when, when we lost against the, the, the Packers. Uh, Green Bay Packers. I – I kind of sensed that we weren't going to go anywhere either. Yeah. I would have liked it to at least win one game there because it just everybody, you know, fraud this, fraud that, and it was kind of proven correct. Yep. Now, it, it was a great season, though. I can't take away from anything. When you win 13 games, you win the NFC North. You know, that that's great. Uh, it's just, you know, we're, we're Vikings fans, and – we just want to win one, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just, just give us at least one, yeah. you know. So um, next year is going to be a little bit rough for defense because I think they got to blow everything up. Um, and cap space, right? That's gonna that's gonna hinder us a little bit. I'm trying to get some free agents here, or or even sign some of our our other players that we want to keep around. Now, there is a lot of people you can get rid of in my opinion, on the defense. They're older. They're past regime players. Um, for one, I mean, Kendricks, he just looks slow. He's looked slow for the past two years now. Uh, we need people that can play sideline to sideline, and I just don't think he's that player anymore. Now can he go help somebody else, you know, out in the middle of the field or something? Yeah, for sure. Um, 
and then you know Harrison Smith is up there. I think you could you could probably let go of him. Daniil is an interest interesting one because I think you could actually get some sort of trade compensation for him still because he's younger. Um, now, or do you try to keep him around? Right. Um, yeah. That would be another one too to look at. I don't think Zadarius comes back, which. I love Zadarius, and I, I love that he played pretty well for us that first half of the year. But again, he's an older guy. We got to get younger. We got to get faster on that defense, and it's got to be a hell of a lot more aggressive than what we saw last yeah, year. One hundred percent. Do you think? And I asked this, and you probably heard me ask this to Stitch and and to our listeners too. But do you think that the 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 sideline to sideline speed, all these guys looking older this year, and they've looked a little bit, but more so this year. Do you think it was because of the scheme and the coaching or the lack thereof? Meaning, like, he wasn't pushing them, he wasn't getting enough out of them. Like, if a new defensive coordinator came in with a better-fitting scheme with these players, not not thinking cap space, but thinking, like, keeping our players, it would be better. Um, obviously, it's going to be better than 31st, right? <laughs> I mean, there's only one spot to go below, so I think it would be better. Uh, the main fo- the main focus that I want them to have on there uh, this year is obviously the scheme is bad. That scheme, that Donna Shell defense, <clears throat> it just seems like he was stubborn and wouldn't ever try anything new. Even when coaches like KOC went up to him, you know, in the year, it was like, this is how I would attack this. This is probably, you know, something you should do to adjust. And they adjusted in that Indianapolis game when we had to adjust to try to get the ball back, right? Yeah. And it was a lot more aggressive in that game. But, yep. yeah, <clears throat> you have to be aggressive on defense, especially with the players that you have. Um, you know, the cornerbacks are, are aging. I would like to see them bring back Patrick Peterson because I think he's more of a, like, for the locker room type. And yeah. he played well. I mean, he was, like, what, ninth, I think, in the league yep. um, yeah. for cornerbacks. So, uh, you know, bring him back for one more year, help help Andrew Booth out maybe next year. Um, and then Lewis Seen hopefully will be back and we can see what he can become. Um, I really like Asamoa <clears throat> too. He played well when he was in there, the linebacker. Um, so there's some younger pieces there that can – that defensive line though, that interior defensive line, that was what killed us. Um, people could just run straight up the middle. Yeah, we thought and that needs to stop. Which was kind of interesting because Dalvin Thomason and then our big our, Dalvin Thomason both and Harrison Phillips were both two guys that we signed in the offseason to help with that. And I don't know what happened yeah. there, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was I felt like we could have went for some more moves too. I mean, you look at the Eagles, they got a couple of those guys that we had talked about in our podcast as well. You know, whether it be uh, yeah, like Nandama Kansu, yep. those guys, like, we could have done something, and and we didn't, and, and that's okay. Maybe it's because um, we just, you know, didn't, didn't have the desire or didn't feel like they'd fit, whatever. Who knows, right? But I feel like we kind of just, like, accept the suck and tried to – and we were doing all right through the season, but – We were just thinking it, that our it, offense would carry save our it, defense. But you yeah. got to – they got to think – as like the co- as the coaches would know, they got to know like, hey, this isn't going to be sustainable into the postseason. And I don't know if if uh, Coach Donatel was throwing smoke up their butt, you know what I mean? Who knows? And and pretending like he was going to get it going. And I feel like he kind of lost the locker room, especially on the defensive side. Just Donatel did, and everybody was in, but it was like you could just the effort wasn't there, and his schemes were 
he never adapted. Yeah. Um, I kind of agree with Matt, though. I think we need to, because of the salary cap issues, that we definitely need to make some moves. I'd love to keep Harrison Smith if we can figure out a way to restructure his contract, but Eric Kendricks might be a guy that we have to let go. Zadarius, too. But Harrison Smith, keeping him and figuring out a restructure for him would be important, I think, for the development of Lewis Seen. I honestly do. And just be having him as a veteran. But he is getting up there and older. And there was, he, I think that for him, the scheme was an issue because you remember with Zimmer and what made Harrison Smith so good is a lot of run support and blitzing and keeping him and kind of rotating him. He never knew where Harrison Smith was on the field with Mike Zimmer's defense. Yep. And then in this defense, he had to play deep. Always, he was Just never. Always. Uh, he was never at the line of scrimmage. So, I don't know. So maybe if we figure out a way to keep Harrison, I'd, I'd appreciate that. But for the most part, I believe I, I agree with Matt. We got to blow the whole thing up. The problem is, is that we only hired for we only interviewed four people. The, the I was really one that Nielsen dude from the Saints, but he got hired somewhere else. Um, I know that Matt, you're a fan of Flores, but he's averaged top twenty in the defense. I mean, yeah, that's an improvement for us, but I think I'd I don't like think him. that that's that gets the job done. That's my favorite. That's just my opinion. Are you still there, Matt? Yeah, and the the reason I like I like Flores not not just stats based, and uh, and we got to remember Miami was kind of just throwing him under the bus completely while he was there. Um, I think in twenty twenty one he had like the number one blitzing offense or defense, and then he also was number one in turnovers and take takeaways. So that's good there you know opportunistic defenses that he had yeah they were middle of the pack at best um but again they were tanking for two you know and all of that stuff yeah that's what that's what kind of makes me think that maybe he's better and i don't like the way he was treated in that whole situation and i i think uh i mean this might be talking on weird ground and but the whole george floyd thing in in minneapolis the uh, if I remember right, he thinks he got fired and had a little racial dispute there as well. It, it'd just be cool to bring that full circle for him and come in and be like, hey, this this is where you need to be, you know? Yeah, and I think he's a good he's a good locker room guy too, right? He's he's good he's good for that organization where KOC is more of the laid back, like you guys are going to get this done. He's more of the the stern guy i think you need both of those in a in a in a team somebody that can kind of be rough around the edges a little bit and then have the other guy that's you know supporting you as well it's kind of like good cop bad cop in a situation but um especially on defense i think you need you need that a little bit more because you need people to be up and playing um at a at a more aggressive level than than my big concern is right now is that we only interviewed four people. There hasn't been any other names that popped out. Two of them, again, I've, I've said have been hired. Brian Flores wants to be a head coach, which is probably why we haven't pulled the trigger on that. And then the other guy being not – no, no. I don't want Mike Patine. So what are we doing, though? Like, wh- why isn't there other names being out there, thrown out there? Why haven't we asked for interviews for other people? I mean – You know what I mean? Like, It's, it's about – it's what we see as as the public – you know what I mean? It's the public eye. Maybe there's people they want to interview, but they're busy right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, D'Amico, like, D'Amico Ryans will be a head coach next year, 100%. Yeah. So we can't go after him. <clears throat> I would love to go after D'Amico Ryans, but no. 
They yeah, and another thing is what I've heard and was talking about it. He said he was going to take his time on hiring the next defensive coordinator. He wasn't just going to hire somebody because we need somebody right away. You know, he was going to take his time and make sure. So I think there will be other names that pop up there. But um, I, I really do think that they want Brian Flores. I mean, if he if he becomes a head coach at Arizona Cardinals, he's obviously going to take that job over this. But right. um yeah, the only other thing with the Flores thing, even though I do want him, the downside is is if he does come in and turn around this defense, he's probably going to become a head coach the year after, right? Right. So, yeah. So we you don't, don't really have continuity there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you know, if you can get some sort of structure in place and a little bit better scheme mm-hmm. in place there, somebody else can come in and kind of fill that role too. But. Yeah, I mean, our offense is fine. We don't need to worry about our offense so much. Um, I think I think Thielen's probably gone, and it's sad for me to say, um, but he, he's he's lost a bunch of steps in the last three years. So Yeah, it is it is kind of a weird feeling thinking about it. And I, I, I mean, ultimately, as a Vikings fan, you don't want him to blow it up. But I, like I said in that one episode, there was a point in time when I thought Kyle Rudolph would never play for another team. You know, and that happened, and you know it, it's a, it's a part of football. People got to move on, but yeah, and and you don't want to wait too long, like yeah, you know they lose I, value. I, I, I always hearken back to um, Adrian Peterson, and I always said after that two thousand yard season, we should have traded him then. We could have got a haul for him then, yeah, and we waited too long to trade him and didn't get anything for him really. So yeah, it was you know you gotta you gotta get rid of the, you gotta get younger. Running backs don't really matter as much anymore. That's another reason why we're hearing Delvin Cook's name being thrown out there too and possible trading, you know, having teams trade for him. And I'd be 100% fine with that because we have to get draft picks. I think we only have like five right now. I think it's less than that. Yeah, It might be less. Yeah. Yeah, so we have to get draft picks. Well, it's going to be hard to see. It'll be be weird. I think things will be different next year. I hope it's a – positive move i hope it's not a let's rebuild but i i did see a post out there where they were like you know the coaches or the managers only guaranteed for whatever three years contract or something like that so to blow it up and rebuild a whole team just isn't necessarily probably in the cards for him because you know if you go and you suck for three years because you're rebuilding this team they're going to be like fired you're fired you know so that's kind of weird but let's move on from coach talk or what we're doing in the Vikings. Let's talk about the positive side of it, that seven Vikings are headed to the 2023 Pro Bowl games. We're talking Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Zadarius Smith, TJ Hawkinson, Andrew Diapolo, and Dalvin Cook, as well as Daniel Hunter, is all going to be representing the Vikings yeah. in the games. Jefferson was final, or was named as an MVP finalist and yeah, offensive five. rookie of the year as well. Yeah. Or not rookie of the year, but offensive player of the year. Sorry. I think it'd be sweet. And I think the people that he's up against are obvious good candidates, but they're all quarterbacks. I think he wins offensive player of the year. Yeah, he doesn't win MVP. He don't win MVP. That was, that's probably going to Jalen no. Hurts or Patrick Mahomes. But um, for sure winning offensive player of the year, 100%. Yeah. Which is yeah, a I huge... Agree. That's a huge accomplishment, man. Yeah, I don't think we've. Ever- I mean, I, I I honestly think for a like a wide receiver to ever win that, they're gonna have to break every record <laughs> for known. Yeah, like, that year yeah. it's a quarterback driven um, league. Yeah, 
Um, there was a rumor mill. I want to bring this up that Jay, we might go after Jalen Ramsey in the in the off season. Who's Jalen? Yeah, Ramsey? and I don't I don't put much on that it, just because our cap situation right now isn't great. Um, unless we, you know, I mean, I would love to have Jalen Ramsey on uh, opposite side of like say like a Patrick Peterson, and then have Shelley maybe play on the outside. I don't know who you would put because I think Duke Shelley is somebody you have to bring back now. Yeah. Um, I think he played lights out. Uh, so it, I don't know. I, I don't see that one happening as much. What I would like to see is Kirk Cousins finally actually do a team-friendly deal and not just try to get the most amount of money that he can possibly get out of a team because he's making like 19% of our cap right now. And the next highest is 13% and that's Patrick Mahomes, right? Like you're just not going to win. You're not going to win a Super Bowl when your quarterback's making that much money because you can't build anything around him. Yeah. Uh, It'll be interesting to see. What'd you think about that Chiefs Bengals game? I told at the beginning of this podcast I'm going to stop rooting for teams and players because uh, every time I do, <laughs> yeah, you should. They just lose. So I mean, I was rooting for the Bengals too, so maybe I should stop as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yeah, that game, that game was, it was something. I don't know, man. If sure. you, you you pull up Twitter, if you pull up TikTok, if you pull up any social media, the only thing that people are saying is that the NFL is rigged. Is that the is that the identity that the NFL wants? Are they actually going to hold refs accountable? Uh, I don't know. But is it WWE? I no, it, it's not. It's not. It's it's professional sports. There's not you can't you can't as a competitor go out there and be like, "Well, I know I'm going to lose today and give it your all." You know what I mean? Like you yeah. want to win. There's no way that that's a possible thing. With refs maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know as if it is fake or uh, a level of it is fake. I don't think the players are in on it. And no. if they are, wow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Way to go. I mean, it is That's WWE acting. acting, you yeah. know? But Yeah, like it's the thing same thing I say every time this is brought up. So many people would have to be in on it. It would get taken, you know, somebody would spill the beans. At you would some think, point, right? You know. But I mean, yeah. obviously, like I said, refs got to be hold, held accountable because some of those calls at the end were definitely questionable, like giving them a free play when they force a fourth down play to get the ball back to go take the lead and they just get a free extra play. When was this though? It was it was 3rd and 9 and the Bengals sack Patrick Mahomes and they bring the punt for a loss. They, yeah, right. they bring a punter out. And then they go to I go to the bathroom. I come back and they're like they get the ball back and then they get a first down and then end up scoring a touchdown. I think or something yeah. of that nature. I think what that was was the clock was wrong. So in the middle of that play, yeah, the referee where he got comes sacked, out. Yeah, he came out waving and to stop it. And but then it was I so loud in Arrowhead that right, nobody they, heard. They, the nobody whistle. heard it. So the play went on. Yep. And then they were like, "Hold on, dead play," which is. Uh, which is kind of weird, but at the same token, he was trying to stop it before the ball was snapped. Like, now they showed it was the legit. replay. Yeah, it was legit. He really was. It wasn't like he was like, uh-oh, Mahomes is about to get sacked. I better stop this. You know, The Chiefs it was, had no holding calls at all. Yeah. You know who the Bengals had? Like, they had fucking five they or did. six. And then all of a sudden, like a bunch, yeah, a bunch of defensive calls, too. At that, the end of the game. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I think I think going into next year, I think we're going to see a lot more rule changes and like kind of. I, and I hope. I, I mean, this is just speculation, but I hope that we'll see that because some of these calls, like, can we take like this is playoff football? Can we take the refs 
like out of it. Yeah. Like not completely out, but like, obviously you got to call like egregious calls and stuff, but like ticky tack, like holding calls, things like that. Like that happens on every play. You hear that all the time, right? You can call holding on every play if you want to. It's just like, stop. Yeah. (laughs) Stop. Stop Stop dictating games. Yeah. In a regular season game. Fine. Whatever. You know, get your five minutes of fame on TV out there. But, yeah, but, you know, the Bengals, they made some boneheaded mistakes like that at the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Can't hit Patrick Mahomes out of bounds. Yeah, that's insane that that happened. Yeah, and I mean, his team called him out on it, you know. And he's the reason they lost that game. Like, you can – there's only certain amounts of times where you can say that one player lost you the game, and it was that time. Well, I, I mean, well, uh, I don't know about all that. But, I mean, he did – they were driving. It was a first down anyways, and, like, they were still in field goal range. They just, He just made it closer. You know what I mean? Like, Harrison Buckner probably still kicks that. I mean, he's not Justin Tucker, of course, but he still probably still makes that field goal. Yeah, but it makes it a lot harder. You yeah, know what I, mean? I get it. I understand, so, yeah. especially in the wind. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Every time the Bengals seem to have an opportunity, they something went against them, and it is what it is. Joe Burrow, I mean, he's had two full seasons. His first rookie year, he tore his ACL. Two full seasons, he went to the AFC Championship game. The dude is an elite quarterback. He'll be he's, he he will be the future. He will win a Super Bowl, guaranteed, in his career. In my personal opinion, he's just too good not. To, and that Bengals offense huh? is too good. You know what I mean? Their defense is underrated. Zach Taylor is a great coach. I mean, the Bengals yeah. will be back. I don't see Wait. I honestly think that this is what we're witnessing right now in the AFC specifically is the renewing of the Tom Brady and Peyton Manning rivalry mm-hmm. between Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. We're going to see a lot of those games yeah, in, and, in the and future. You, and you still have you know, you still have uh, Josh Allen there too. I mean, yeah, yep. who's being considered as the Philip Rivers of the three? <laughs> Oops, I was just gonna say, what if Joe Burrow is like the, the, the what? What was the guy from the Dolphins that never won a Dan Marino? Super, Dan, what if he's Dan the Dan Marino? No, yeah. of the group because he's good, he's smart, he's gr- all the things, no. and no, no, no ring. Huh? Well, it's also a different situation than Dan Marino's situation. They didn't have free agency back then. They couldn't just leave their team, you know, because Dan Marino probably could have won at least one or two Super Bowls if there was free agency. He would have just went, you know, he would have pulled like a Peyton Manning and went to like another team that was already built up. They just needed a quarterback, right? And yeah. then because that guy was good. I mean, he he has held like most of the records for a long time, so – a yeah. lot, of, a lot of people have been talking to, kind of going back to the Vikings on what we can do with salary cap, and one of the moves that people are saying we should do, which I don't agree with, but it does kind of make sense that we trade Kirk Cousins to the Forty ers for Trey Lance for cheap, right? For cheap, mm-hmm. and Kirk gets an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. We get an opportunity at a young player who's a North Dakota guy, is a Minnesota guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he kind of he didn't look great, but he didn't really have an opportunity to show anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, Kyle Shanahan believed in him to take over over Jimmy G. Yeah. So that says something because Kyle Shanahan is a great offensive mind and he knows quarterbacks. I'd rather have Brock Purdy. Yeah, I mean, me too. I'm just saying, but we would get probably a first, uh, you know, like a, a we get picks back. Yeah, and we get Trey Lance on a rookie deal for you know number three years. You know what I mean? So it gives us opportunity. Yeah, I, I, I think. The best case scenario, sorry to cut you off. No, but you're good. The best case scenario there would not be to trade 
Kirk Cousins away and get Trey Lance. I think if you can get Trey Lance on the cheap, because I think like a third round pick for him um, is is completely fine with me. Anyways, like, and then you have a developmental guy. I mean, you got to understand that Trey Lance in his entire football career has only played like twenty four games, right? Yeah. Like, it's 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 not very much. He, just like that's not a lot at all. Just so like Mitch Trubisky too back in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's got the skills. So if he could sit behind. Um, like so, if you if you extend Kirk Cousins' contract out a little bit um, to try to cut that cap space down and just backload that, and then not have a no trade clause in there like they did this time, um, I don't know if he'd ever take that. But you know, then you can move away from him, and then you have somebody that can sit behind a good quarterback, a smart quarterback, and then bring him up. And then, yeah. and then you have something for maybe the future because I mean that kid is athletic, and we we're seeing what's happening with these athletic quarterbacks. I mean, you look at Jalen Hurts, and half the time he looks unstoppable out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's also because he's not getting paid anything right now, so they're able to build a team around him. Yeah. Um, you know, it. We're seeing what's happening with the Rams, right? The Rams went all out to get a Super Bowl. And now they look like they're dog poop. They're probably yeah, in rebuild mode yep. at this yep. point. Well, but hey, I I would take that in a heartbeat. If you could just <laughs> sell out to win one Super Bowl, well, yeah. like I would take it. Yeah, in, and a, in a way, rebuild from there. Yeah, I think yep. I think two things. One, I think the quarterback market this year is going to be kind of tough for trades because you've got Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. You've got you know possibly uh what's his name from the from the Derek um, Carr Derek Carr yeah him too but uh what's his name being his own agent down there with the, Lamar Jackson Lamar Jackson so you've got those and then you got Kirk Cousins and for whatever reason everybody hates that guy so I don't know about that one thing I do notice though under this quarterback it kind of plays the teams that are heading in to the Super Bowl have a, a pretty good offensive line. What I did notice with number one defense in the San Fran against the Eagles offense, and there was a lot of times where Hertz had a ton of time back there. Yeah, I mean Bosa was coming through. He was, but I mean, you know, it's the number one defense. They're gonna do that. But I mean, like <coughs> that O line protects a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. If we flip flopped and they had Kirk Cousins and we had Jalen Hurts, would he be MVP category or would no. Kirk Cousins be? You know, you know. No, what I mean? would, offensive line. I've always said this: offensive line is the second most important thing that you need yeah. to get. Yeah, and that's where I think we need to head. We need to be instead of worrying about Kirk Cousins or uh, developing a quarterback. I think Kirk Cousins is a really good quarterback. Yeah, and and I just think he's never been on a team with a decent O line or different decent wide receiver core. Well, we have everything but the O line, and our O line was all right this year. Yeah, but it was he got hit better the most. In years past for sure. He got hit the most. Thank goodness yeah. he's durable. Yeah, that's another you know, thing we could take. Jalen Hurts barely ever got hit, and he wasn't durable. Right, you know. So yeah. it's like, well, I don't know. We could do this all out trade for this Trey Lance guy, and we've actually never really seen him play much football. Right. You know, right. so we have a, another dude that's like a Christian Ponder, yeah. a, tr- a tremendous athlete Ugh. that can't play, you know, Christian and Ponder was gross. And I, then, or do we have, you know, we, we trade for, what if we trade for Lamar Jackson? We know what no, he can do, yeah. but I'm just saying like, we go all out, right? Win this Super Bowl, let's do this thing. And it's like, what if he's actually not that good either? You Lamar know, Jackson and, would completely 
he's not a good fit for our scheme. No, at all. No, but but I'm just saying. Like yeah. I'm thinking of what I mean. Big names. Aaron Rodgers comes over. That would suck also. But it's like you know, who what, he's better than Kirk Cousins. Sure. Is he going to fit the scheme? I don't know. Is yeah. he durable enough to play behind that O line? Because we just rented the farm. Yeah. You know. You don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, we, like I said in. A, the past two podcast episodes that we're not we have all these questions we're not going to get any answers anytime no. soon <laughs> but i'm sure they're it's the questions everybody season. else is thinking yeah for sure i know if i was the coach i would say cousins you got to reschedule we got you got to yep. restructure we're going to get you o linemen and that's why you're restructuring this is part of the deal you're paying for o linemen because you're you know we, it's you yeah. that we're protecting right if you want to stay if you don't then we're going to move to a more mobile quarterback because we can't afford O linemen. Yep. And, you know, and, and that's just how it is. Yep. And yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's the problem. The reason why he's never had a good offensive lineman is because he commands too much of our cap. Yeah. And you can't. Well, that's, I so, think that's I more mean, Rick Spillman's fault. Out right? there. The, the main thing that killed us this year was we got injured late and it was yep. on the offensive line. Yeah. And we have no depth. None. Yeah, we had none, and it. And I wonder if it's a little bit of that is, you, you know, the our new regime as far as coaching and managers and stuff go had to deal with a lot of the depth that was there. Yeah, and was it bad draft picks? Was it good? Was it? Did they trade for the right guys? Did they make the right decisions? I mean, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't used, know. I used to always stick up for Rick Spielman, Rick Spielman, because I thought he did bring a lot of good draft picks into you know our team and our team is relevant because of those players that he drafted yeah but i think we're now seeing as to why a lot of people were calling for his job for years it was because he, he his negotiations and how he con or you know these contracts he, and the reason why we're in this problem now is because of rick spielman yeah 100 percent. it's so hard to say right and you'll never know just like uh just like a lot of things, you'll just never know. Because if we didn't pay a lot to get Kirk Cousins, somebody else might have. Right. They would have been Well, no, the it. Jets offered him more money. Yeah, but he came. He came to he Minnesota. Knows. Yeah. He knows. Right. Yeah, he and I don't think that was a bad move. I actually praised that move back in 2018 when they made that. It was, it was the right move because you weren't going to get anywhere. And, like, you want to talk about a fluke season, it was 2017 with Case Keenum. Like, yeah. that was a fluke year. And it was uh, another magical year, right? But it that like he went everywhere else, and he hasn't done anything. You know, it was it was that, and then we would have got you know they got rid of our offensive coordinator at that time too. Um, I can't remember his name, but he went to the Giants. It's um, after the flip No, De Filippo was that was who came in in twenty eighteen. Okay. Um, Got fired. Oh, oh it was North Pat Turner. Shermer. It was Pat Shermer. Pat Shermer, yeah. and then North North Turner left after two years. I remember he was before Pat Shermer, yep, though. Yeah, um, you're right. Yeah. So, and I I think Pat Shermer was the reason why we were even somewhat good at offense at that point. But yeah, yeah it's it, yeah, it's one of those things, guys. It's just <laughs> I don't I don't know. You know, like I will uh, say this. 
good thing that Aaron Rodgers won't be a Packer next year while we try to figure out our shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because well, is is he not for sure? Yeah, they have already went out and said that they're moving on from him. Oh, really? The Packers. Yeah. I missed oh, that. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah he's that's awesome. He's done, but I but he doesn't know if he wants to go to another team or retire. He still hasn't decided that. Mm-hmm. I think that if he stays in the league, he's gonna he's going to the Raiders. That to me makes the most sense. Why wouldn't? He? Yeah, well, it's yeah. either him to the Raiders or Tom Brady was. Rumored to go to the Raiders. Tom Brady as well. needs to retire. Just stop it. You were not good this year. <laughs> I think Tom Brady's going to the Niners somehow, some way. No. Something's happening. Tom Brady's going to the Niners because he kind of feels like, or I bet you that's where he wants to go because that's what it was his child. He grew up right next to, like, he's like, one year, no, let me go. That's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was both of them. Tom Brady was a Michigan guy. Niners are right now trying to figure out how they're going to get one of those two in there. Maybe. I don't know. I'd keep Brock Purdy, honestly. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, because you don't have to pay him anything. Yeah, yeah. and he just did so. everything that you wanted him to do besides the elbow injury. And going back to your thing, yeah. is he a puss or not? I think he is. Obviously like a nerve thing, but look what Patty did. His ankle was fucked, and it was very evident. Yeah. and But he played through it. Still he, was yep was a yeah you don't throw with your ankle though no that's you know? true a little <laughs> bit true. you do a little bit though I mean you, those guys bit, throw yeah. you're gonna throw that ball sixty yards it takes your body there was a couple instances on his right leg that he was not throwing from his right leg and the ball went right into the ground yeah <laughs> you know I mean? yeah like, you could tell but I I do think that that's the difference and to get kind of back onto that point I think. Brock Purdy, I don't know what the deal was, and so we're just guessing. We have no idea what's wrong with his arm. But even if he couldn't feel his hand, if I couldn't feel my hand, I don't give a shit. I'm going out there and playing. Well, think about it, though, man. Like, Because, you know, you throw a baseball, you throw a football, you have yeah. to have some strength in your elbow to get that ball down the field. And I if don't you have enough feel... strength in my elbow well, to throw it down no, the field. No, I'm just but... saying, in, as a quarterback, you have yeah. to have strength. And if you didn't have any strength, that's why all you saw was two passes when he went back in, and they were both screen passes that were five yards down the field. It just seemed weird to me. I think I would have went out there and, and chucked that ball. I don't. If it would have hurt like hell, I don't care. Well, yeah, because they would have had to carry me off that field. Your childhood dream. He he's worked his it. ass off. Yeah, football, everything into the college, and now finally gets drafted. He thought he wasn't going to get drafted. Mister Irrelevant. Somehow he ends himself up on the field for the 49ers. They're in the NFC Championship game. And three plays in, he hits his elbow, and he's like, "I just can't do it." <laughs> that's what makes me a think that, that. He, that's what I, that's what makes me think that that something really bad happened. You would really me, seriously have to also carry let me, me off. Play devil's advocate here, Brandon. Okay, all right. So he's he is a seventh round pick. He was last pick, right? Yep. He's probably getting paid league minimum at yeah. this point, and he has a chance to go win a Super Bowl. Fine. What if he? What if he goes out there and has like an a career-ending injury because yeah. he went out there and did that and only made, you know, no I'm, money. Playing, I'm not but saying he's got I'm the smart. glory. <laughs> like, you I'm know? not saying I'm smart. I'm telling you, I was, like I said earlier <laughs> with Stitch, I'm like, for D-League softball and for flag football for us that me and him have played together, I would have gone out there and thrown the football or baseball or batted. You'd have been like, you got to carry me off. Oh, man, field. I broke my finger on softball, and I still yeah, play. So, exa- I mean, I'm yeah. stupid like that. <laughs> yeah. You guys but, are warriors. But, that's, but, <laughs> but I'm saying I'm stupid like that for a D-League softball league. You you put me in it in that kind of a situation, you're going to have to carry my ass off the field. Yeah. Like, I, I I'm going to go out there and play. I'd have been like, my elbow's completely fine. It. It's the Can you feel major. anything? No, I, I can't, but I don't care. Let's go. Your throws are off a little bit. Well, yeah, I can't feel crap in my hand right now, but, but. put me out there. I could throw strikes, but yeah, but, I don't. <laughs> but if he if he doesn't 
go out there and throw and have a career-ending, uh, you know, injury. Guess what? He's going to make money now because everybody's yeah. seen him. And yep. somebody's going to pick him up. It I might be like home. a Matt Flynn type of situation that uh, happened in Green Bay a couple, you know, yeah, years ago. There, but I know if I was a coach. Because he got like a $100 million, con- not that much, but you know yeah. what I mean. Like If I was a coach and I'm looking, I'm like, okay, what's the deal with this Brock Purdy kid? He doesn't seem to have any flaws. And then I seen what he did yesterday. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bring him on. I'm I, dead serious. I get what you're saying. Man. That is a red flag to me. He doesn't have. He, I didn't see it. If I'm a coach and I'm about to put him as my franchise quarterback, I'm going to look at that and go, oh, "We better look way into this and figure out why the hell that kid didn't go back out there." Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Back to, Patrick nature, Mahomes man. did. Yeah, uh, he told his coach. Matthew Stafford went out there with a dislocated shoulder. There's endless amount of players that went out there. Tony Roman played with broken ribs for a whole year. Aaron Rodgers didn't even have a thumb yeah, half this. of the year, and he was out there. Tra- He's like, no, you're not taking me off of the, out of this. No. We have a chance. I'm playing. And that's Aaron Rodgers, and he's a pansy. I hate that guy. So glad that he's going to be gone. Um, I'm going to end on this. Uh, we were only two weeks away from the football season just being almost over, which is sad in itself. Um, I do think that this Super Bowl will be fun to watch. Um, I'm rooting for the Chiefs all the way. I don't care who wins, honestly. But I don't I either. I don't I, like the Eagles fan base. Yeah, it ruins it for I, me. I hates it. I hate it so much. I agree. But yeah. you know, I mean, I the more I sit and listen and watch Jalen Hurts, I love his drive his personality i love his competitive nature i i becoming a fan of jalen hurts but again it's because of philadelphia i can't i can't come to being like yeah. yeah i can't root for him i just can't root for him yeah um so i'll be going for the chiefs i hope they win patty mahomes is uh you know he's just a special kid and it's fun and andy reed i love andy reed man he's yeah. just a how do you not i know man I mean, everything he about him. going back to philly he draws mustaches on people when they're sleeping. Yeah. How do you not like that? And <laughs> it's going to be great because he's probably going to beat. I, I mean, it's just a great story. Going to beat his old former team in yep. the Super Bowl, who he brought to a Super Bowl, like winningest this. team in Philadelphia history. Pat Mahomes. One win away from being the winningest coach in Kansas City's history. Yeah, it's a big deal, man. So I, I used Andy Reid. Retire after he wins the Super Bowl? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's uh, the whole entire off season is going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of moving parts. It always is, but. I am sad that we're almost done with football season. It is a bummer. It is. And hopefully we've hired yeah, D.C. soon. <laughs> it kicks back up, though, pretty quick. There's really no offseason anymore. Free, free agency well. starts in March. So, you know, well, yeah. yep. free agency starts in March. We start talking about the draft a lot. Yep. Also, uh, we've been I, I've been watching a lot of mock drafts. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but our top pick for what across the analysts are saying He's a corner out of South Carolina. I think his last name is Smith. I've done a little research on him. He looks like a shutdown corner. Let's he's not go. like he's not like a sauce gardener dude, but he's definitely a Plus top corner. Plus, we get seen so. back next year. You know, say he broke his cankle up in the yeah. across the pond. So yay. well, till next time though. You till know what I mean? Time. We'll 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 unpack this stuff next week. We got Pro Bowl talk. To yeah, talk we got to talk about the week. Pro Bowl. See, we should know who's going to win uh, MVP and the Offensive Player of the Year. Um, mm-hmm. By the end of the week, so we'll, we'll know more next week with what's going to happen, and then it's Super Bowl time, baby! Super Bowl, Super Skull, <laughs> yeah, Super Skull, Vikings, let's win this game. Skull Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first down, then get a touchdown. Rock 'em, suck 'em, fight, 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 fight. Go Vikings!
Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ is hosted by Mitchell Stafford, a.k.a. Stitch, and Brandon Jones, a.k.a. BJ. Produced by Mark Houston, engineered by Chris Jacquez, audio or audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you like what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. This was a Home Slice Podcast Network production.